Otherwise, I could have a conversation myself, and that's boring. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think you've, you've been lovely. Uh, We're I mean, 10 minutes in. We're 10 minutes in. This is it. For anyone just listening, these guys are dressed the exact same as well. <laughs> Welcome to the very second episode of season three of Brightcast. Hello. Season three, it's going to be a big one. We've got guests this time. We've got guests, yeah. and we're starting Ooh. with our guest, <laughs> Joe Glover. The actual title of this is Insights from Inside Joe Glover. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> that sounds medical. <laughs> <laughs> so we're diving deep. And today's main topic is, because we've got Joe in the house, is marketing methods that you can use to help build your community. I mean, I know you from the marketing meetup, mm-hmm. um, doing wonderful things. Uh, kind. Thank you. Yeah, you might be too modest to say, but I think you're doing something that no one else is really doing, really, by building a community based on kindness, generosity, and a, a lot of marketing smarts as well, and bringing in people with smarts, which is good. Uh, thank you. You know, like, that's that's probably better than I could say, you know, okay. like, uh, so I appreciate it, like... If I was to introduce myself, like, you've just done a fabulous job. Um, yeah, I, I started the Marketing Meetup eight years ago because I'm terrified uh, of, right. of a lot of things, but um, networking was definitely one of them. And yeah. so uh, walking into spaces and feeling like I was being judged by my job title rather than my humanity or my budget rather than what I was interested in. Yeah. You know, it's just an experience that I don't think anyone likes. Nobody enjoys that feeling. And so, yeah. so that's where I created a space which felt a little bit different to that. And over these past eight years, it's gone from a canteen in Cambridge to 143 events around the world, from London to Tokyo, yeah. 44,000 people in the community, 200,000 people plus following on social media. It's it's yeah. a little bit mad, yeah, yeah. Um, but in the best way possible. So like, you know, to, to your point, the most important thing is definitely about the values. It's yeah. about people coming together and having a nice time. Like we were having a chat earlier about like just doing things that felt like normal. You know, like, why wouldn't you want to enjoy time with other people? Yeah. And so, you know, it's interesting to me that you you precede that by saying we're doing something that other people aren't. Because, like, to me, it's the most obvious thing in the world that you treat other people with respect and and try to look after them. Yeah. And that's all we're trying to do, really. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's why it's grown to how it, where it is now and still growing because people are responding to that. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's definitely been a group effort and I, I, I've always had my eyes on like I am part of this but I am not this yeah which yeah. means to say that um, a community as defined is an exercise in lots of people coming together to make each other stronger than they would be by themselves yeah and so I have my part to play in that you know probably a catalyst probably the person who sits on the values of all of this yeah but without folks choosing to engage about folks speaking about it, bringing other people into the fold, then it would just be me, a couple of very annoyed speakers in a yeah. room and lots and lots of pizza, which sometimes doesn't sound like a really terrible prospect, but, yeah. like, you know, like I'd much rather people come along to these Yeah, I mean, things, th- so. that's a buyer for our bi-monthly <laughs> event, but that's fine, we'll, uh, we'll move past that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A terrible time with loads of pizza. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I think a lot of people try and do, try and create a community where it's around, like, kindness and that type of thing, but there's no, it's not genuine. Yeah. Whereas I think when we listen to uh, or when we watch or listen to the stuff that you put out, yeah. it feels genuine. And I think that's why it works. Mm-hmm. I don't think you can have a community based around those kinds of like mutual, uh, like helping each other, being being like mutually kind yeah. 
and it not be genuine. Yeah, no, you know, I fully agree. It's an easy thing to say, isn't it? You know, but I think I've increasingly, you know, and this is a recent observation, it's probably quite an obvious one, but I think you have to start with the emotion on all these things, right? You know, and, and mine was fear, but it can also be joy and it can also be confidence building. Yeah. And I've felt every one of those throughout my journey at TMM and I've seen it in other people as a result of interacting with TMM. And so that makes the stories that we tell super easy. You know, I mean, I started today by sort of speaking about a fearful experience that has sort of become a joyful one. Yeah. Um, you know, but th there are multitudes of those things. But absolutely, as you say, it's got to be an authentic interaction because yeah. like that's what we're setting out to do. Yeah. Um, the difficulty becomes about taking people on that journey and, and letting them know that it's, it's sincere. Yeah. I was having this chat with my wife last night and she was like, there's probably some people who don't like what you do. <laughs> what? Just trying to be nice, <laughs> yeah. you know, but like, and it's probably because they do think it's insincere or whatever. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, I, I think that often speaks more about the individual rather than maybe. The, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. They're projecting a little. Yeah. So the, the fearful thing that became joyful is that you mm. thinking you were going to be kidnapped when Rob picked up the train station? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. And now we're in the joy phase. Okay, so like, brilliant. Yeah, okay, yeah, cool. cool. Yeah. And we've got that on camera in case anything else happens. So that's, uh, that's help, cool. Help me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and then just to make you more safe, Joe, uh, <laughs> Joe conducted thorough background checks to so do not just invite him. He won't just turn up at any train station you say and be picked up. Um, yeah, I, I, so you say authenticity and start with the, the, the values and if it's built on an emotion, it's yeah. a good one. Um, I think that's the difficulty and we'll get to this later, uh, but... I like it when we work with companies and, and, and brands. I like it when they can build a community. Mm -hmm. But it's hard, I guess, to break through skepticism, mm -hmm. right? So when you did this, really, it wasn't about, you didn't really have an ulterior motive in any way, apart no. from, you know, giving a nice space for like-minded yeah. marketing people, right? Absolutely. I think it's, you know, it, it's, it's both. In a corporate context, you've got cynicism, exactly as you say, you know, well, that feels a bit odd, you know, yeah. to do both from the side of um, the powers that be, you know, why would we give our time and energy to something where we're unsure if we're going to get any anything yeah. in return? But also for the folks uh, in choosing to engage and attend, you know, and sort of saying, oh, there's a corporate, there's a corporate reason yeah. behind doing this. And on the first, the first half of that, then, then the marketing meetup would have been a terrible commercial organization you know, for, for <laughs> yeah. anyone for a long, long time because yeah. it was it was a labor of love, you know, yeah. to use the actual definition of the term. But then on the latter, you know, cho folks choosing to engage them, I do think there is a way you can get ar around that, which is, to give an example, last week I went down to Brighton SEO. I sat down at a meal put on by Wix, um, yeah. the, the website builder. And I've never seen so much love towards a, a branded dinner before yeah you know but the folks in the room were genuinely there and happy to be there yeah because the host a, a lady called crystal was just like the embodiment of the seo community around her you know yeah. like they'd invested in it they'd sort of like taken the time to understand the people in the room yeah and like they had these relationships and when crystal stood up it wasn't like oh thanks so much for coming to the wix dinner here's you know whatever it was just like thank you so much for coming yeah you know and it's absolutely a surmountable thing that if people want to build a meaningful community they can do yeah but they have to build a meaningful community yeah and so that's what i say quite often is like if 
you want to build a community, build a community. If you want yeah. to build a sales channel, build a sales channel. Yeah. Yeah. And there is no shame in either, but just know why you're doing what you're doing. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, yeah, it, it, there's, there's definitely cynicism. It can be overcome. It can be a wonderful experience. It can also be a commercially interesting experience. Yeah. But I think you have to start with the values, the authenticity, and then that stuff kind of follows afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. Do you do you have difficulty keeping those? Because I, I imagine, you, do, you what, what's the split of real life events to online events that you that you run? So we'll do about 103 in-person events and 40 um, online events. In those early days when you started rolling out, I guess through the pandemic, you fully went for those remote events. Are you able to, or how are you able to keep that, you know, what makes TIMAN great Mm -hmm. through those online events? Um, I think the thing that I've settled on recently is folks try and build a community first. Yeah. And usually what they mean by that is a lot of people in their space yeah the marketing meetup journey for me has been eight years yeah in in the making it's been slow growth over the course of that time there have been spikes for sure yeah yeah but there's been a slow consistent effort and i think what that's enabled us to do is build a culture uh, a culture that's very clearly built around the emotions i felt in the beginning but are now shared uh, yeah. amongst the community but then also find realistic solutions to uh, those those things that we feel and so my encouragement for anyone looking to build a community is actually not to look a bit, to build a community first. Yeah. It's actually to build a culture. Yeah. And so to be really mindful of the culture you want to create and be very aware of consistently um, communicating that, whether that's communicating it up front with your copy, yeah. whether it's communicating it through your values, yeah. uh, whether it's communicating it through your behaviours. Like every one of these elements is really important and if i was looking to start a community again i wouldn't be looking to build a community i'd be looking to build a culture yeah i'd be looking to bring some people together who felt certain ways yeah and i kind of rebel against the the uh the the idea of like-minded people i actually Mm -hmm. really like the idea of like folks who think radically different yeah but feel quite similar and so like you know like that's not to, to, to rebel against the question, but, you know, when people sort of say, oh, I want to be in a space with like-minded people, I'm like, yeah. stuff that, I want to be around people who don't think like me because that's how yeah, I know I learn yeah. and grow. And yeah. so, um, you know, but as long as they feel the same, value the same, then that's yeah. where we are. So. Yeah, I think when I use the phrase now, I can, I can see why it's that, but it, it's more just people who like-minded as in like passionate about a topic yeah. or something like that or Absolutely. always interested in learning yeah. and open-mindedness it's not it's not we all think the same way <laughs> yeah in that, in yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. Thing, of course yeah yeah, yeah, Absolutely. yeah. otherwise <laughs> i could have a conversation myself and that's boring <laughs> <laughs> no i don't think so i think you've, you've been lovely <laughs> we're 10 minutes in we're 10 minutes in this is it for anyone just listening these guys are dressed the exact same as well. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming you did that for for for, for the show today. Yeah, right? yeah. I just forgot my hat. That's all. So. <laughs> yeah. Normally, I've got like flowing blonde hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, I think we're both uh, suffering.
enduring the same affliction here. So yeah, it's, uh... yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm any day now, I'm any day now. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think with the culture as well, so kind of going back to it going from like between physical events and remote events, I think mm. culture is one of those things that a lot of people think, go, going back to pizza and we do loads of pizza events, yeah. but people think things like that is culture. Like, oh, if you yeah. have if you have free beers, it's culture. If you have yeah. this, it's culture. Yeah. That obviously isn't culture. No. So I think when you move to something that's remote, mm-hmm. you strip away those kinds of like false false senses of what culture is and so then true. it really goes down to the values mm. and the ethos of those people who are part of that community right so true so true that's a really wonderful point and and, and yeah absolutely and we, we saw that because i think the temptation at the uh, before covid so um the story was that i set it up in 2016 uh started running the event in cambridge then people started coming up to me and saying can i run this close to my house in norwich yeah. london whatever so before COVID, we got to, I think it was 13 locations that we were yeah, running cool. in-person events. And by that time, it would have been the temptation to sort of think, huh, you know, we're an events company. Yeah. You know, because that's, that's the thing that we did. But exactly to your point, you strip that away, mm. COVID happens, we're not meeting in person anymore. So what do we do? And like, it's at that reason, that moment you realize, oh, okay, this is actually really, truly a community effort yeah. in the sense that it doesn't actually matter what we do. Yeah. It's how we choose to do it. And exactly to your point, like in-person events pre-COVID and post-COVID have been wonderful. But like during that COVID period and even now in our online events, you turn up to the chat feature and like there's folks in there who are just like genuinely helping each other, want to yeah. say hello or having a nice time. And like it is, it's exactly as you say, it's those those examples. What's really lovely as well is that once you get a core of people who feel the same as those ways, then they start to be the instigators for those conversations as well and, and those values. Yeah. yeah. And so when someone comes in and, um, you know, it's all new to them, then they can kind of get a sense of it from everyone else, yeah. not from me. Yeah. You know, which is, again, community in action. It's yeah. not about me, it's about everyone. Yeah. You know, the actual culture of being there. Yeah. yeah. Did, did it grow organically or mm-hmm. did it go in some directions where you thought, actually, I didn't enjoy that? Or if you were going to do it, again and, and build it would you build in those sort of feedback loops for yourself or for the for the community because you mm-hmm. want people to share those that their culture yeah so the way that the community has grown has been through word of mouth yeah. um over this entire time i think we've probably put maybe three thousand pounds into social ads over the course of yeah. eight years or something like yeah, that that's good you know which you know They've all been good experiments, but they never yielded what we wanted in terms of folks who, as we say, feel yeah. the same as we do. Um, but one thing that we have been very conscious of with the word of mouth thing is is asking. And uh, as a marketing tactic thing, you can't control word of mouth. It's not like yeah. PPC, which you switch on and off. But you can ask, and there's a profound difference between asking people and not. And yeah. sort of saying, you know what? This thing gets better if there's more people there, more people enjoying it, yeah, more people sharing the experience. And so it's actually for all of our benefit. If yeah. if you wouldn't mind sharing, then then please do type of thing. Yeah. And we've done a few little bits like that. So right at the beginning of TMM, young flowing locks, yeah, <laughs> didn't need a hat. Yeah. <laughs> um, we handed out like little business cards to. Yeah everyone that came to the event probably wouldn't do it anymore because we're trying to be a lot more eco-conscious as well yeah. but these little business cards and on it it just said i think you will really 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 like this 
which is around the same time as Carly Rae Jepsen with her, her yeah. uh, <laughs> song. Banger. Uh, yeah, banger. <laughs> and uh, we we handed that out to everyone who came along. So say there were 75 people in the room. Yeah. And we gave two cards to everyone else in the room. We sort of said, you know, if you wouldn't mind, would you give this card to someone who you think should come along to the next event? Yeah, yeah. And lo and behold, the next event had 120 people. Yeah. And so, you know, those efforts at organic growth where folks who feel the same sort of come in the space and then find people who feel the same elsewhere who are yeah. part of it. There's definitely an active thing in that. And so to your question, if I was going to do it again, I'd be very clear on what the values are that yeah. I'd, I'd want people to exhibit in their behaviors and their words. I'd also be very consciously making sure that we're encouraging word of mouth through simple acts such yeah. as asking. One thing that we then introduced um, reasonably late, sort of three years into the into the cycle, was um, our, our newsletter. Yeah, and really the point of encouragement there is uh, your best customer is probably the customer you already have. Yeah, and so with that thought in mind, like just treat people really well and and, and look to make sure that they keep on coming back. Yeah, and so the best mecha mechanism that we've had for that is our newsletter because yeah, we can have a lot of fun with it. Yeah. Um, but also, you know, it, it, it is a sort of constant touch point between us and, yeah. and, and the community, uh, yeah. which isn't going away based on algorithms. Yeah. So. And it gives a lot of value, doesn't it? The, the, yeah. the newsletter It's set up and it, and it, for me, it always hits. There's a, a few different ways of taking on good information, mm -hmm. um, but then catching up as well. So you're still, it's a bit of the community feel still. Like mm. You couldn't get to this in-person in event. Absolutely. But there's a catch-up piece there. That's it. Yeah, I think that's the acknowledgement that people engage in these things for different reasons. Yeah. You know, quite a lot of people will come for the connection element, and that's probably why they come to the in-person events. Yeah. Other people want more educational pieces, and that's why they come to the webinars yeah. or the newsletter. Um some people want both and, and some people want neither, you know, and, and so yeah. <laughs> it's meeting people where they are and, and giving them the opportunity to engage. And that's why, you know, we do stuff like the newsletter, like the in-person events, like yeah. the, the webinars, you know, it's meeting people where they are rather yeah. than forcing them to go on this journey of like, we want to do this. Yeah. Um, and what you'll find is that as a community leader, you'll have a core of people, say somewhere between, you know, in our case, it's probably a thousand people who are like, the TMM, like we are part of the community. Yeah. You know, this is something we wear proudly on our sleeve. Um, but then there will be the bulk of people who sort of drop in and out. Yeah. And yeah. that's cool too. Yeah. You know, like people almost apologize to me sometimes and say, oh, I haven't engaged in TMM for a while. Like, yeah. What are you talking about? You know, like I'm just grateful you do once. Yeah. You know, and if you come back, that's such a, a privilege. So, um, so yeah, you know, like I, I think it's important to meet people where they are. Yeah. With with the newsletter, do you how much work? And I'm saying this because I assume quite a lot still goes into it. And yeah. one of the mistakes I often see if we're working with a company who has a newsletter, they basically stopped working on it three yeah. years ago, right. and it's just you know whatever, just yeah. to just to their marketing person ticking out or yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it seems like you still play with it. Am I correct? Or? Yeah, it's stupid ideas. Like, <laughs> I don't know whether it's a good thing or not, but I think how I communicate best is through written word anyway. That's, right. I, I'm not particularly wonderful as a as an orator or, or, or whatever. You're you a know, cracking podcast guest. Though, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're so kind. <laughs> but um, 
I, I enjoy the written word. That's how I how I uh, engage best with the world. And so the newsletter is a place where I can play very happily. Yeah. Um, and it's easy to find that flow, isn't it? Where you do start churning them out. You get a template made for you or whatever and, yeah. and stuff like that. And I think that's good sometimes because folks can open it up and know what they're expecting. It makes it easy for, for the person putting it out that's it to, to be consistent and make sure it goes out absolutely uh, and there is something yeah you're right to be said for expectation you're ex- w- expecting what you receive yeah. that's it but then there are those moments where you you just have to subvert those expectations you yeah. know and, and so this week I sat on my sofa at home and there is a templated email that goes out the morning of our webinar events which yeah. goes out to the community and says we're doing an event today I mean, all the events that we put on is are genuinely with the best of intentions that this is going to be useful. So it's yeah. not like a, you know, this is going to be a, a thing to sell at you, but, you know, this is a thing that I genuinely hope you'll enjoy. Yeah. But when you get a templated email like that enough, then you're going to start looking past it. And so yeah. the stupid idea, my dog was sat opposite me, was to, you know, use a photo of him yeah. and, and, and sort of do it as if he was talking. And, I, you know, it was so silly, you know, but in the email analytics you see that um that was the link that was tri- uh, clicked yeah. the most and yeah. i think you just gotta have fun with yeah yes you know i know that not every brand has the space to to do things like that off the yeah. cuff or they need approvals or it doesn't fit their tone of voice and so i'm definitely not saying that every brand needs to be fun yeah but as a life experience we all put so much into our work and into our businesses and if you're not enjoying it you know yeah. it's, it's a tough slog and so yeah. You know, by the way, that got record unsubscribes, that email. Oh, did <laughs> really? it? Yeah. You know, but, like, I'm kind of all right with that. Yeah. Because, like, yeah. I loved it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying ignore your customers, but, like, no. if you're willing to push the boat out a little bit, it's the type of stuff that gets yeah. people talking to, yeah. you know, and so you got to be able to do both. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, in this in this world of, uh, you know, iteration and derivation and stuff, yeah. being different with the dog thing, I mean, we're going to do it straight away. We're just going to copy it. And, and <laughs> the dog. I think <laughs> so many people ask what app I use. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be very upset if I just see lots of talking yeah. dogs all over LinkedIn yeah. soon. No, we, we won't. We, we, we do we cats. We'll do talking we'll cats. Do cats. Yeah. We, we always <laughs> ask what's our version of this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think the um, I think the point around you losing subscribers on it, mm. but also getting you know record engagement on it as well. Yeah. I think that feeds into... TMM being a genuine venture because yeah. if you're, you're being you, yeah, it's not you're putting stuff out that you think, okay, I think analytically, I think we'll get the most subscribers from this, even though it's not quite us or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And then even with like the fact where you said about paid, uh, paid advertising, mm-hmm. you can be genuine with advertising, obviously, but yeah. in doing what you're doing where you're, you know, really, uh, really, you know, sticking to word of mouth mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I think mm-hmm. again, that just feeds into this kind yeah. of genuine, uh, genuine ethos and vibe for yeah. marketing meetup so yeah. the, re- the, the real test will be w- if you do it again <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> were you scared by those unsubscribes yeah <laughs> well no you know like no <laughs> yeah so i remember being on linkedin one day and uh, i was just scrolling through someone happened to mention tmm uh, in either their post or in a comment and uh there was a chap who who responded to that uh and said ah the marketing meetup whoever writes their emails makes my toes curl Mm -hmm. and like 
you know, I was in a moment of strength. I'm not always in a moment of strength. But, yeah. You know, like there are definitely down moments, but in that moment I was, you know, I was feeling good. And I was like, yeah, bloody hell. Yeah. That's wicked. I hope I do make your toes go because <laughs> you know what? I'm having a lot of fun. Yeah. And I genuinely feel like we're trying to help people. Yeah. If you don't want to engage with that, that's okay. Yeah. It's really fine. You know, it's not forced upon you. It's yeah. just here. Yeah. You know, and, and there are some people who choose with, to engage with it and like it. Yeah. And that's really nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so, you know, it's it's good to um it's good to do both. And just to to finish that off, like uh, I'm fortunate enough to know a couple of the folks at Nike and, and I remember one of them just saying a little while ago that the thing that they do in their business is lean into the tension. Yeah. Which means to say, you know, like if there's something going on, whether it's a feeling or an event, you know, just just lean into it and sort of see what happens type yeah. of thing and, and have an opinion. And that's that is where you find people talking. Yeah. You know, and, and, and so put another way, I, I sort of speak about love or hate and we just really lean into love. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and and that's a nice place to be if people choose to not engage. Well, I think going back to the early things of authenticity, like if you try and make content and everything you, you touch generalist yeah. and you never go on one way or the other, mm -hmm. then there's no authenticity there, yeah. is there? No. Well, no, you know, and I, th I think you have to carry it carry it with sincerity and probably have felt it to a certain extent. Yeah. You know, felt, yeah. felt how folks can feel. Um, that's definitely a founder's privilege as well, like coming into this and sort of saying, I felt this thing and so yeah. I chose to start it. But then it after that it also becomes a listening thing, you know, and, and so... With, with the community, I'd like to think that I go out to them quite a lot and sort of say, what's on your mind? Or, you know, I go to an event tonight and it's not market research in the traditional, I'm not going home with a clipboard or yeah, anything like yeah. that, but why are you coming tonight? You yeah. know, and, and they'll tell me and I go, oh, cool, you know, that's yeah. great. You know, have you seen that we're doing this? Or not as an upsell, but just like as another opportunity. Yeah, yeah. And so I think if you if you have a genuine care for the people you're trying to help, yeah, then that's wicked. And that's kind of why I like marketing as well. You know, I think if... Broadly speaking, you've got someone with a problem and you've got a solution and you can communicate it to them. Yeah. That's the job of a marketer. But yeah. like if you can actually genuinely care about the problem you're solving, yeah. I think your stuff just becomes so much better, you know. Well, who was your like first big partnership? And how did you kind of make sure that every kind of partnership you formed or if you, you know, what partnerships you did form, mm -hmm. how did you make sure they aligned with your values? So we've had we've had a few over the course of time and, and, and they come in different forms. Um, so we have sponsor partnerships, we have organizer partnerships i guess even our speakers could, could yeah. be considered partners uh, in all of this and, and so there's there are multiple <laughs> different ways about uh, answering this answer um if i focus on the sponsors because it's probably the one that a lot of people are interested in more yeah. than any because it's to do with money so <laughs> um so when i was when i was starting tmm in, in cambridge then my first thought was who could benefit in getting in front of a bunch of marketing people. Yeah. And so two LinkedIn messages, probably at a time where LinkedIn wasn't full of, in you know, cold mail, but like yeah. right time, right place, emailed a, a recruiter, a local recruiter who I liked and um, a qualifications company who I liked. Cool. And, and, and it was a marketing qualifications company. And between the two of them, they both sort of said, yeah, you know, like I'm happy to put, hundred quid behind the bar for for food and drink and, yeah. and and off we go type of thing 
And so those relationships started slowly. They started small, um, but they also had a meaningful sort of uh, exchange of value. You know, it's very clear. You get in front of a bunch of folks and, and yeah. we can put on the buffet. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but even to your community, they still have aligned because it's jobs for marketing people. Absolutely. And, and it's training and qualification for marketing people. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it, it's exactly that. So, you know, it's it's... It has to be two-way and it has to be meaningful. I mean, we literally put it on the first page of our very boring PDF, you know, which everyone has, but it's like what you give, you get. Yeah. And the folks who have seen the most uh, return from the marketing meetup have been those folks who have given more to yeah, the community yeah. and really been built into the DNA of it. Um, I, I think the answer for finding people who would be good collaborators is is twofold. The first is... You have to find folks who, um, where there is a clear value of exchange. Yep. And so people use this word collaboration so liberally these days, you know. Yeah. Can we collaborate with a marketing meetup on this event that we're running? Is actually nine times out of ten, can you promote this for us Yeah. in our newsletter? And we may put it on a banner which sits above the bar or something yeah, like that, yeah. you know, which... It's not a collaboration, that's a promotion. You know, and promotion is fine, but call it a promotion. Yeah. Um, I think the second is is just sort of being clear, you know, where the values sit and, 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 and saying no when it doesn't. Yeah. Um, yeah. And being fine with that. That was like our biggest conversation I remember in the first year of TMM. Like so it was like a thirty thousand pound conversation, which, you know, for us at the time would like yeah, this is like yeah. 10 times the amount that anyone has offered us for, <laughs> yeah. you know, whatever. And uh, I remember, and, and they started speaking about the community as what's the CPC that we're going to get from this and, yeah. and what's the CPL that we're going to get from. And it just immediately jarred with mm. everything that we speak about. Because yeah. like, we're like, well, you know, Jeremy might click, you know, and, and, and Amanda might, yeah. you know, and, 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 you know, these people that we really like and yeah. actually care about, you yeah. know, they'd like to get involved with you if you actually gave, you know, but yeah. the line of questioning was always just numbers. What, what yeah. Just, numbers. just re reducing them down. Exactly. And so, yeah. you know, it, it's very clear from the off, you know, if folks are going to collaborate in a meaningful way. Yeah. You have to find that space for collaboration in a meaningful way. Yeah. Tough to fashion. say no in the early days though, isn't it? Of course it is. And like, actually, you know, without meaning to be trite about it, like, I remember one of the best pieces of advice I got from my old boss was like, sometimes rule number one is just stay in business. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and we got lucky that we never had to sort of go down that path where we had to, I was still working full time at, yeah. that, at that time, so it wasn't a problem, but like, you know, stay in business so you can keep on doing the thing. You know? Yeah. And so... I don't know. Had they approached that conversation differently, maybe we would have worked with them. I don't know. Well, with with um, TMM where it is now, mm -hmm. where what what lies ahead? And I'm particularly thinking about you know, I can see the huge benefits of community and community <laughs> spirit, and yeah. especially in a world where AI is the talk of the town and yeah. robots are ruling, yeah. uh, a place where humans can connect. Mm -hmm. um, what, what lies ahead in that world? <laughs> and, and and is it something, you know, not all businesses, but they should be aware of and start trying to, trying to really focus on their community if they've got, you know, the foundations of one? 
the append to that question of like you know if they've got the foundations of one is is interesting but um as general piece of advice no you you, you don't need to do a community if you're a business yeah you don't have to like in fact if uh you've got a very transactional sort of business that sits on amazon and and you know someone clicks in one one click and and that's your relationship with your customer then yeah but yeah, don't focus on community. Focus on your CPC. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, like that's that's where you need to be. Like a community isn't for everyone, nor should it be. Um, a, a community has value when when there's a meaningful exchange of emotions and, and, and feelings between individuals, which somehow benefits. Yeah. And so you you can even see it in examples at Microsoft with their MVP program. You know, they've got great forums where people help each other. Yeah. And so like for that that reduces microsoft's support cost but you actually build a really meaningful community around it yeah and so like there are opportunities for big businesses small businesses to build community but no definitely don't do it if, if you can't commit to it because like it'd be a horrendous waste of time yeah um but if you mean it and you want to build community then build a community it's a little bit like what we said earlier uh to your question about the importance of community in an ai world then the general line that I, I sort of feel like is important right now is humans will become simultaneously more and less important. Yeah. And I don't want to regurgitate the same cliche that every person ever who has spoken about AI uh, will speak about, but like there are going to be certain things which we have to recognize we're good at. And there's going to be things that we recognize that AI is just going to yeah. be better at than us. Yeah. And you know what? <laughs> Fine. Embrace it. But yeah. I do think, one thing that an AI can't do because it doesn't have a physical form is stuff like this, which is get together, have a chat, connect meaningfully, yeah, have emotions. Yeah. Um, Yet. Well, like seriously, I I do think people are underplaying the potential of AI. I think um, I use ChatGPT regularly and and it not only takes out some of the meaningless tasks i do it could actually outperform me on some of the meaningful stuff yeah mm. and so you know like I, I i think some people are underplaying that and sort of like head in sand a little bit about all of it yeah. but there are some things which are the preserve of human beings and i do think a sense of meaningful community is i'm gonna say and always will be you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, a, a thing um, oh, jinx it! Oh no! no. <laughs> Imagine just AI communities. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got you got Elon Musk's Neuralink uh, trials going on now, so you never know. We yeah. might just be uh, yeah. doing that between They're our brains. Largely been unsuccessful though. So have they? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think I think with the uh, with the all the chat around like AI and automation with community, um, I think again another thing as well is I never think about inclusivity mm-hmm. when I think of AI or anything like that. It's not a it's not a word that I would associate. When someone's you know if someone's talking about using AI to, I don't know, create newsletters or do mm-hmm. various things in lieu of community, because mm-hmm. when you're saying you know if you've got a very transactional company, you don't need a community. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of companies think they need a community when they have those kinds of companies, um, and they think creating a regular newsletter every two weeks is a community. Yeah. And having they, a click through rate yeah. is a community, something like that. They look to global successes as well, like Gymshark, who have like a big following. And, and yeah. a big community, and they've invested loads in there. Yeah, um, and they look at that and like, well, we'll just do the gym shark thing. <laughs> yeah, which is <laughs> a lot different. Because if you look at any any gym, anything like that, 
there there is kind of a bit more community because there's more user generated content. Yeah. But then that in a, yeah. that in and of itself can give the illusion of community content. Yeah. Just because there's user generated content doesn't mean there's community there. No. It just means there's a a shared need to. Yeah. share content of yourself <laughs> at the gym or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, let, let, let's move into the end sections. I feel like there's been lots of good insight and value people can apply to if they're starting their community or trying to build it. What stuff have you done that's worked? Like when the online ones or the webinars have really taken off? And, but then why do you think? What, what are your theories? And then what's worked when trying to replicate what, what hasn't? I think it's everything to do with what we've spoken to before. Hopefully, yeah. You know this. I think this season in particular, we themed it on doing a lot on a little, and yeah. like you show me a hundred marketers, and I'm pretty sure that ninety nine percent of them are trying to wear many hats. Yeah. Uh, probably not on as much budget as they would like, whether they're in the company, big or small. Yeah. Um, and you know they're. They've got pressures from upwards. They've got pressures from downwards. They've got, you know, just so much going on, and they're probably, you know, ultimately trying to yeah. do a lot on the little. I, I, I've loved that stuff. <laughs> it's, it's so much better than what we've learned from Coca Cola or something yeah, like that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, 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 it's a different market, but I do just think they're the ignored folks. They're the folks that just don't. Yeah. Because it's not you know, a, a title which gets a million clicks, you know, to sort of say how to build a budget for a small to medium business. Yeah. You know, and, and it, it, but it's just the most useful stuff. Yeah. And so I yeah. love that. So is it, so the first thing I say is listening, you know. The reason it's been successful is that hopefully we've catered to folks who wanted a specific thing yeah. and, and we've given it to them. So, so was that those things, even just shifting to the doing a lot and a little, mm -hmm. was that, from direct feedback that you've had. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. You know, and, and I spend way too much time on LinkedIn. So, you know, that's both conversations, <laughs> yeah. but also folks verbalizing it. You can see it, you know, with folks leaving jobs or yeah. uh, freelancers going into paid full-time employment or part-time employment. You know, all of these things are signals that things are tricky out there. Yeah. You know? and, and so just being able to empathize and relate to all of that and say, yeah, you know, this is here for you. Yeah. Um, yeah. that's the first thing um, the second is you absolutely have to credit the community for turning up and, and doing so in the form that they did you yeah. know like that chat feature is ridiculous and has been from the beginning but if folks didn't choose to do that then yeah. like you know it'd be a very different situation yeah. so I, like, I've been on somewhere it's been pretty cold on the on, yeah. the, on the chat yeah um, but yeah it's such a I don't, it's just, it just shifts the whole feeling of the webinar <laughs> it when, does. When, when it's, you know, people are chatting, popping off. It feels like yeah. some, someone's there, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. and so, so, so that's been great. I think the third is, you know, smart marketing touch points. You know, I'm, I'm not going to pat myself on the back too much, you know, but like pre and post emails that look actually really good yeah. and uh, give folks the recording afterwards and then turning that recording into social posts, into yeah. blogs, into podcasts. Yeah. Uh, meet, again, meeting people where they are, giving folks the opportunity to engage. Um, you know, not letting these assets sort of stop after an hour and just yeah disappear. Yeah. You know, they the, they 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 exist elsewhere. So, you know, I guess the third is smart marketing to a certain extent. You yeah. know, but it's just about you know, and all of that has always been informed by the listening element, which is like you know, 
oh, I don't have time to catch up and watch the whole thing. Well, okay, we'll write it up for you. You know. Yeah. Oh, I can't watch the video because I'm doing the dog walk. Right, listen to the podcast. Yeah. yeah. It's, 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 it's those things. Um, and so there was all of that, and then you combine it with timing and good luck, you know. And, yeah. And, and so we hit it very early with COVID. That was actually one story, which was like when we cancelled our in-person events, I was so bloody sad. Yeah. Because you know, it was so much work getting to that point. But then like the weekend after Boris announced lockdown and stuff like that, I spent that weekend, that Saturday, I didn't wait till Monday to do it. I spent yeah. that Saturday going to the most famous marketers I could find to put together this webinar schedule. Yeah, amazing. In the knowledge that all of their speaking gigs would have been cancelled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, that's the, that's the timing thing. That's a proactivity thing. Yeah. And I, I will, you know, I pat myself on the back a little bit for not waiting until Monday. Yeah. It's like, you know, I got replies on the Sunday and half the season was made. Yeah, nice. There and then. Yeah. And, and once you got that, you got momentum, you yeah. know. And, and so um, timing and good luck as well, you know. Like, I can't, I can't take credit for yeah. too much and, <laughs> and, a good and, tip if there's another lockdown guys <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. but and consistency right you, yeah. you're very consistent yeah with the, with the things and the yeah, output yeah. Yeah, yeah no it's true yeah two two newsletters a week one webinar on a week it's uh yeah yeah we keep on going <laughs> yeah so we have something internally uh called the smile file you know i'm sure yeah. a lot of folks have it but you know like a slack channel where we just take the nice comments uh that, that folks have said we do not have that. We have, we have the opposite. I think we need that. When the, when the pod airs, we'll have that. <laughs> yeah. And it's lovely, you know, because it is, you know, I guess we're a publicly facing company in a sense. So, you know, we do get a lot of folks sort of saying nice things. Yeah. But there is one that sticks out. Uh, and it came maybe halfway through last year, I think. Uh, I won't name names or anything like that but it was it was a girl who posted on uh, linkedin having attended our edinburgh event right and it wasn't a, a revelation story in the sense that it changed much but it just confirmed stuff yeah and and basically the story went was that she was a, a new marketer who was walking into the room by herself and she was just terrified you know she was she was scared she didn't know anyone yeah and the first thing she noticed was that the host came and just gave her a big smile and sort of like engaged her in an immediate conversation sort of saying like how are you you know welcome and, and come yeah. on in and like the story went on that she got introduced to some other people and like you know by the end of the night in effect she'd just been on this journey of confidence she just came in scared and walked out and like she just said i felt more confident and it's like bloody hell that's yeah. wicked you know and, and that's 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 the dream you know like we are absolutely here to serve and, and, and help folks who don't, who already feel confident because, you know, the educational content we've got is great, you know, yeah. and, and it, yeah. will, it will help folks. But there are folks going back to the core of everything we do who felt like I did, felt like she did, who walk in and go, this is scary. Yeah. And, and walk out and go, huh, it's actually all right. You know? Yeah, yeah. And that confidence just goes into everything. In, in life you know and, and I think that's probably something that also f fits as part of the, the story of the marketing industry in general I think there are so many competent people in the industry but there are a lot of not very confident yeah. people yeah. yeah and so uh you know that felt like we made a little bit of a difference yeah yeah that's um, great that's I, I'm terrified of networking events hey. I, yeah I 
if I ever go, I want to go with Rob, basically, so Rob can do a bit of talking. Right. As soon as I start to talk to people, I stutter loads. I'm, yeah. a, I'm a mess. Yeah. Um, so stuff like that is great. It's, you know, that, that's what you want. You want to go to a networking event and be uh, welcomed, especially by the host, something mm. like that. That's, that's, that's brilliant, yeah. Uh, I always try and try and go and talk to the people who are stood on their own. Yeah. Just because, you know, I I am a confident person, but I've been there and uh -huh. it's still like, I want to be talking to, to someone. Yeah. <laughs> but also yeah. like you go to a new event and you don't know if these people actually know each other. In fact, I yeah. often go over to groups of people and say, do you know each other or have you just met yeah. tonight? And they'll, they'll say, more often than not, they'll actually go. We just met tonight. I was like, yeah. brilliant. <laughs> just meet me tonight yeah. as well. Get me in. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. And But that speaks to, you know, we have three values at the market meet. Uh, listen, say hello, and be positively lovely. Yeah. And the, the say hello one, you know, exactly what you just said. You know, it's like, it's literally the hardest word in networking is to walk yeah. up to someone and say hello. Like, by the way, I do the stuttering thing. I did it this morning. Someone asked me whether I've been served in the coffee shop and I spent about 30 seconds trying to get my words out. So, yeah, <laughs> you know, and so it's all context dependent as yeah, well. Yeah. Um, oh, I, I mentioned uh, chatting to somebody in the cafe just before we bought lunch. Um, uh -huh. Somebody said, what are we up to? I said, oh, we're about to film a podcast. And as I was leaving, she said, oh, enjoy your podcast. I went, yeah, and you? I was like, why have I said that? She's not doing a podcast. <laughs> it's like You'll be thinking about that for days as well. <laughs> weeks, months. Yeah. Uh, it's like that TikTok trend where like, she's, she's going to have to do a podcast now. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll go back tomorrow and yeah. find out. Yeah, get, yeah. Get her a, she can yeah. be a guest. Perfect. Um, but that, it was great of you to subtly drop that in that we also... We, we got lunch, so for uh, any future guests coming on, <laughs> your, your lunch is on. <laughs> Joe did not enjoy it, but no, we yeah. it. <laughs> it was lovely. Uh, I really appreciate it. <laughs> cool. Well, Joe, it's been great having you on. Thank you. Appreciate I, it. Admired what you've been doing from afar for a while now. So it's, uh, and it was through word of mouth that, that I got it. Amazing. Uh, I, I got into TMM and then Jess as well. And I think in my message to you, I said, Oh, I came up with this brilliant idea. Uh, sorry, I tried to pitch your brilliant idea at work and claim it as my own. <laughs> three things were going to get done today. Yeah, an yeah. emotional score, phys physical score. Yeah. And uh, as soon as I said it, Jess just went, oh, like, like Joe does. <laughs> I was like, ah. <laughs> well, I'm waiting for that, the, 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 the talking dog, you know? So, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's coming. Talking <laughs> cat. And then, and then yeah. the Slack channel as well. Yeah, With yeah. the, with the, uh, the, the winds smile and smiles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> If you could just add us to your Slack, it'd yeah. like, be so much easier. Just, there's so much faff having to find stuff and steal it. Yeah, brilliant. I appreciate it. Thank you, Chaps. Nice. Thanks for coming on. No